0: I t- we, know, we know that women are the reason America has declined. We gave them the right to vote and look at our country. Look how quickly it has declined since. But-
1: the Georgia Virtue presents the Let Me Tell You Why You're Wrong podcast. It is Election Eve, and this is episode 243. This week we have Florida Man, the Fed being the Fed, Mules of El Salvador, the Wild Wild West, and Election Predictions. I'm Dave Roberts. With me is my partless endeavor, writer, journalist, TV personality, dog mom, and owner of the GeorgiaVirtue.com, Jessica Szilagyi. Hi, Dave. How are oh, you?
0: Never know what I'm going to get there. Never know.
1: No, you don't. You don't. I had one I decided not to torture you with.
0: I appreciate it. ate well, it.
1: Paybacks are hell.
0: Uh-huh. That's exactly right. And, I, and, and Connie.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I <laughs> ran it by Connie. She goes, oh, the things I will talk. She goes, I will, I will message Jessica directly. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, paybacks are hell. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: How are things south of the Nat line?
0: Oh, you know... It's just nice and quaint and full of stupid government.
1: Yeah, that's a theme. A that's a theme. I told track. you, I, I kind of went off on the not the president of our local chamber, who's actually a paid employee, but the uh, the member CEO of, of the chamber for pushing the splost, and uh, uh, re- replied to his email he sent out to all the members supporting the splost and. And shoot his ass. Mostly not because whether or not I support the plus, which I don't, but it's not. It has nothing to do with business, right? It, it doesn't doesn't benefit business, doesn't hurt business. Actually, it kind of does. If if you higher if taxes,
0: you can,
1: yeah, if you can buy large ticket items one county over for one percent less, what are you going to do? Go
0: so one county over for one percent less
1: and i do I, I can choose where i where i pay my sales tax because because of my equipment mm-hmm. and i buy you know mid six figures in equipment every year and not you know not that that's a lot of money, you know 1% of that's not a lot of money to the county but that's just that's dave's little protest
0: yeah but i've never really understood the concept from a chamber to support you know 1% here, 1% there. I mean, to go from sales tax of 6% to 8%, like in what universe is that a good idea for a business entity? Even if oh, you're talking about it not being in their box, but I just don't understand.
1: The mentality behind it? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's to build parks and, and things like that. Now look, it's not one penny. First of all, United States currency, doesn't, we do not have a penny. We have a one cent piece. We, we do not have a penny. Now, common vernacular, that's fine. But for government entities to put things like put your pennies at work, there is no penny in the U.S. currency. Uh, That—that's a the British have have uh, have pence. which is where that comes from. But if we are talking about tea splost, and you could and you could argue that from the chamber's point of view of hey, listen, if we wa- if we get better transportation, that brings. More business to the area, which in, in turn grows the the tax base and all that. You know what? That's that's an argument we can have on that particular project, and that's a, a viable argument to have within the chamber. If uh, even if it's an East blast being partners in education, it's arguable. But to to build parks, how the hell does a park help me as a business owner? It doesn't. And Paulding County, we have we have a new reservoir. We had to have the reservoir. Cobb County was cutting us off of water. It, not, not in a vicious way, just they said we, you know, that the rate Paulding County was growing, they could not support our need for water. We had to have a reservoir, okay? Fine. Mm-hmm. They want to know what to do with the land around the reservoir, what kind of park people, people wanted equestrian centers, all, all sorts of stuff. So Dave being the a-hole pipes up, Sell every la- every bit of land except for required buffer around a water source, and pocket that money.
0: And they said
1: <laughs> nothing. Oh, uh, do, do you want do you want uh, frisbee golf? Do you want an equestrian center? Do you want just park tr- You know what? If if you have to have something, how about camping? Because it doesn't cost a lot to maintain campsites.
0: Yeah. You know, but, yeah. it's a it's interesting because um, I live in Bullock County. Obviously, and Bullitt County has some really nice amenities, as does Effingham, um, which is a neighbor of ours. But there are some other counties that have very lackluster parks. And you know, I grew up playing. I mean, our neighborhood in Atlanta had tennis courts, and and we all had yards, and I mean. Back then, you could play in the street, and um, things were different, obviously. But, like, I grew up playing rec soccer ball, and I went to camp at the rec department, and uh, they weren't, like – I mean, they're much nicer now. Like, what we've done to parks is they're a lot nicer now, but the amenities, even then, were leaps and bounds uh, beyond what I see down here. And a lot of times, like, the argument is there's not really anything for the youth to do in rural communities, and, and their parks suck And that's true. Um, Doesn't mean I would advocate for taxing more. I mean, I guess you guys, I mean, you guys have amenities. Like, at some point, it's like, okay, enough is enough, right? Like, I mean, that's the argument against all taxes. But in terms of park amenities, like, at some point, you can only have so many walking trails. You can only have so many fields and green spaces, like,
1: you and wanted, some people want an aquatic center and i'm like if if aquatic center was a good idea actually there is a there is a private pool out here uh that that you can you can join but um that that's open to the public you just join uh, uh to to go to the summer but they wanted an aquatic center all the stuff that's that's and then these same people are the same people that go on the government uh, uh, Facebook pages and stuff and whine, piss, and moan about their property taxes.
0: Or they're like, we've got to move because it's too expensive to live here.
1: Right. Hey, look, uh, I. the only time I go to the parks is when I'm going to <laughs> one of the political things. If I have to go to one to vote or if uh, uh, there was a... Uh, beans and cornbread thing that the state reps put on down here and I, and I stopped by that and and said hello to everybody and all that stuff that's the only time I go to the parks I, I don't use the parks yeah you know, I understand people do and I have I've, I've taken my niece fishing at one of the parks that has ponds on it and stuff and look walking trails and ponds and things like that are relatively low impact after they're right, built right but like equestrian centers you know, they still have to be maintained Playgrounds. Playgrounds. I, but that's I, I don't know, man. I, I I don't this is not even on not even on our on our show sheet. It's just it's just one of the things that's at the top of my mind that just just irks me when, when I when I see when I see them go, it's just one percent or it's just one penny. It's just a penny. No, it's, it's not. It's one percent.
0: Well and, and then and, on top of that, you know, yes, sales tax is a phenomenal way to do taxation when for the things that are actually governmental responsibilities the problem is that it's on top of every other freaking way we're taxed and it's never enough property taxes income taxes i mean it's just it's every fee fine and and permit like it's never enough so yeah i'm gonna be livid about another one percent and i'm not gonna vote to tax myself more because once you give it to them, they're like, "Well, we can't let it expire. How will we maintain these things?"
1: Sell them, right? I, I sell them, burn them down. I don't care. But hey, no. But then again, I, I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm an a-hole. Yeah. I, I just want, I just want to live my life, help my customers, and and do what's necessary, and and, and enjoy my life. And that kind of stuff doesn't do anything for me. Now, if you want, if they want to hold that property. Now, they bought a house that where the reservoir is going. And it was a very nice house. And they paid a lot for it. And it's going, it's, it, they're going to knock it down to build something in it. But turn it into a, a hunting area, WMA. Hand it over to the state. Let the state have a archery-only hunting area over there. And I'm not saying that because I hunt. I don't. Just that, again, low, low impact. And handing it over to the state, at least the county itself doesn't have to maintain it.
0: What's the Purpose of this reservoir?
1: Drinking water. Flush my toilets. At the park? No, in the oh. county. Oh. Because Cobb, Cobb like I said, Cobb County told us a few years ago we were between Cobb County growth and Paulding County growth, they were unable, they, they felt they were going to be unable to maintain uh the the water agreement that we had through 2030 or something like the 2030, 2050, whatever it is, that Paulding would have to have its own water and this this uh, Richland Creek was was bought uh, with the idea of they're going to siphon some of the water off of off of uh, uh, off the river and and fill up the reservoir and that's that's what they're doing. We we, we had to have the water. Mm-hmm. So that 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 was that, that really wasn't an option. We had to have the water. Do we have to have the the McMansion with the pool? Uh, no. Do we have to have all the property around it? No. Like I said, hand it over to the state. Let them have an archery-only WMA in the area. I don't care. Just don't tell me that I need to pay another 1% on everything I buy to so somebody can have an equestrian center. Right. Because Dave hates horses.
0: <laughs> and children. And, <laughs> and baby children. horses.
1: And baby horses <laughs> and old people.
0: <laughs> and, <So>. the sick.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the sick. And the sick. A tribute to Dave is what you put on here.
0: <laughs> I did because, well, you're from Florida and you don't you didn't you used to like NASCAR?
1: I do not do NASCAR.
0: Didn't you used to?
1: No. Well, it no, seems like some.
0: It. it seems like something you would do. And then screw you. <laughs> and then uh,
1: <laughs> I really like left turns. <laughs>
0: And then, um, well, the, the issue is the correlation versus causation, which is why it really made me think of you. But um. well, uh,
1: up until recently, NASCAR or race cars in general were exempt from uh, the Clean Air Act. Mm-hmm. So they were using leaded fuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, leaded fuel it, it, uh, performs better. You don't have to have a catalytic converter. So you, you don't have that power loss. That you do in uh, you do in uh, unleaded leaded fuel. So they, there's this correlation between lead exposure in the air, such, such as at a, race car, a racetrack, and IQ points and test scores. This was interesting. The the you know that 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 board that that, that we all we all think of with the pictures and the strings going between them everywhere. That they're going to they're going to say that NASCAR switched to unleaded gas boosted test scores near racetracks. What? Mm. Uh, uh, it's a leap. Uh,
0: it's a big leap. A real big leap.
1: Yeah, I mean you can't. I guess saying that that NASCAR should not be exempted from the regulations that everybody else abides to. Uh, you know, at least that would be a. a a decent argument that they're not special. Uh the lead damage is part of the brain that's responsible for things like memory.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> uh you know, Einstein used had leaded fuel all around him. Hmm. Uh, it is tough. It says researchers found that uh, lead exposure lowered student proficiency by rates of four point four percentage points on Florida's state mandated exam in the early two thousand. How many how many how many races does each racetrack have a year? It's like two weekends, isn't it? Mm. Something like that. I mean, I I, don't, I think it, uh, Atlanta has uh, has two races down at the down at the racetrack in uh, um, south of Atlanta. I think, I mean, I, and I understand they have multiple races that, that, that weekend, uh, but I think a, a truck race and a qualifying and, and other stuff and, and all that. It's hard for me to believe that an occasionally used racetrack was con- putting enough lead in the air in the state of Florida to dumb down the entire state. But truthfully speaking, I know if we're talking about Florida man, he doesn't have a whole lot a uh, whole lot of room to give any uh, cue points up.
0: No, it's just it's an it's an interesting leap for sure. Um I don't know, man. It's an interesting leap. And it's not like this was on the hill. These and these researchers from Cornell published this in a journal to tell people that switching to unleaded fuel made people smarter.
1: Yeah, I mean, in an academic setting, I could understand the, if you were working on your PhD thesis, if you wanted to to find the correlation between leaded fuels and test scores that's one thing cuz it's it's all theoretical when you start publishing this stuff or you start spending grant money on studies like this it's i, I don't see the point
0: well so they it, can tell people that americans were robbed of a collective 824 million IQ points
1: 824 million IQ points is that from from
0: leaded gasoline
1: so <laughs> Oh God, <laughs> it, it, it's it's a it's a hell of a stretch. I it's a hell of a stretch.
0: I wonder if that was like everyone paid the same amount of IQ points, or some people were disproportionately affected.
1: I mean, I guess it depends on where your trailer is in relation to the to the <laughs> uh, to the racetrack. God. Uh, I, I I don't know. I I I I've been to one NASCAR race in my life. And the only reason I went to it is I won tickets on the on the radio to get in the club or whatever. I say, oh, good, go to that for a weekend, you know. Screw, screw it. And and, and my friends who are into NASCAR made fun of me. That that ain't where the real fans sit. Well, I'm not a real fan. I'd rather sit here and drink free beer and I eat appetizers while I watch people turn left. <laughs> Such laughing. an elitist.
0: I'm still laughing at me telling you it seems like something you would do. <laughs>
1: Meanwhile, we're just insulting Eric, who's a big race fan. <laughs>
0: but he doesn't go to NASCAR; he goes to that like petite stuff. Le
1: Mans.
0: Yeah, the French well, racing.
1: Yeah, Le Mans. Well, you actually have to turn left and right.
0: He goes to the um, the sophisticated races.
1: Yeah, the the Formula One. Mm-hmm. The sophisticated races.
0: The French <laughs> can't win a war, but they'll win some races or something. <laughs>
1: If it's ever a checkered flag, it's a white flag at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so, the <laughs> Federal Reserve decided to knock us in the teeth again with a three-quarter uh, point increase.
0: Okay, let me ask you something. So, all these people who don't think that like inflation is actually happening, do they just not read this kind of news and, and not consume it anywhere? Because I feel like they even put this kind of like tidbits of what we're about to talk about. Like they put that on the six o'clock news. They'll occasionally, you know, it'll be on the the radio and in, in news cycles and stuff. Are they just not consuming it anywhere? Or like, why? why Who's are, saying
1: it doesn't, it doesn't exist.
0: There's lots of people who are, they'll be like, things are more expensive, but they don't think that there's anything that like, they don't, because well, they don't understand, like, the Federal Reserve and how they're manipulating the entire market from.
1: Right. A well, here's the thing. Uh, T-bills, treasury bonds, are what drive mortgage prices. Mortgage prices are not related to the—distantly related, but not directly related to, to the Fed funds rate. The Fed funds rate is the rate in which the banks borrow from the Federal Reserve. So, what does that mean? Uh, your car interest rates go up. So, your average car buyer, when he go, goes into the dealership, this is one of the things that I abhor buying cars, they go in with a payment in mind, more than the price. So, in order to get that the payment they want, you know, it, when, when interest was damn near free, they could afford a lot more expensive car. Uh, when the, the, the that interest rate comes up, payments come up, so instead of being able to afford that $90,000 car, now they can only afford a $75,000 car. So as those more expensive vehicles sit in the lot, they will have to come down, down in price. Another thing that interests, there's something called lot financing. So what lot financing is, is that's the rate that your car dealer, pays because they don't buy the cars directly they don't they don't go out and buy it but they they pay interest on it on the vehicles that sell the lot uh in order in order to keep that keep that inventory so all that goes in so when they have to keep putting that putting that interest out they start marking those cars down because it's better to sell it at no profit and move move that piece of metal off the lot than it is to to keep it and stand, I'm, I'm going to get stand firm on my price. So that's when we start seeing uh, prices coming down. Same thing happens when mortgage rates go up. Mortgage rates go up, home buyers sl- slow down. They can't afford that McMansion anymore. They have they have to start looking looking at houses because the, again, you're 90 of of home buyers, probably more than 90 percent of home buyers. Uh, are mortgage buyers. So when those mortgage rates come up, when the t- when the, when the treasury bills come up, they can't buy as much house with their money.
0: Well, and the so, thing about with the cars, too, is and a lot of people, like this is a side note from the Fed, but a thing a lot of people don't understand is that the dealership like sets quotas, basically, of how much they've got to move. So right. they want to ditch that stuff. Because they get incentives and funding, and like that's all manipulated too. Everything yeah, and, is manipulated. Uh, You're just a pawn.
1: And right now, I, I tell you for, for the Bronco, Connie wants to look at a Bronco. If you go to a lot and find one here, it's 20000 over MSRP. Mm-hmm. You will never see me buy, buy a car over MSRP. Right. That's just not going to happen. <clears throat> you know, we'd have to be in a really bad way. Like, you know, her. Her, her little car that she has now just explodes uh, and say, okay, we have to have something now. Uh, but, but that's going to slow that down because you can get the the guy who get financing <clears throat> at 0% or 1% or 2%, wherever it was. I know when I bought my truck, I think it was 2%. Uh, the only reason I financed it is 2% is less than inflation. So why wouldn't I finance it? it, it Oh, you know, for sure. I, I, what, what, I, I'm losing, losing less money, but when when that car car payment rate starts going six, seven, eight percent, well, now the cash starts being king because I can make immediate seven or eight percent by paying cash on that vehicle.
0: For sure, like you look at. I mean, when I bought my Explorer in 2012, my interest rate was 1.8 percent. It was like not like it was nothing to finance the car. Nothing.
1: Yeah. And your cash costs you more than 1.8%. hmm So, you know, had you walked in with cash, uh, it would... Th- that, that cash is, is, uh, it will cost you more than 1.8% to, to, buy, to buy it. When you start talking about, you, know, you could have that cash sitting in investments or sitting in your, in your IRA or something like that, actually making money versus going, uh, going and buying a depreciating asset with it. So at 1.8%, it makes absolute sense to finance that vehicle. In a higher rate environment, your cash buyer is king. Your cash buyer is winning when the the guy the guy that can go down put eighty percent down on, on on a car or buy it outright or whatever that person's winning because they're not financing at you know four five six seven percent uh, and honestly with 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 uh, inflation right now the car will depreciate slower than the dollar and I know we're getting kind of heady into into finance and into into uh, financial theory. When it comes to uh, credit versus versus cash buying, but the dollar today is worth a hell of a lot less than it was two years ago
0: and it's only going to get worse
1: right. So your money a- will never
0: a- be worth as much as it is today.
1: Yeah and, and in fact it's the amazing thing is some used cars are appreciating mm-hmm. because, because of the lack of vehicles on the market, so I, you know I could trade my vehicle right now for about what I paid for it.
0: Well there for or- a while they were calling people.
1: Oh, yeah, they called me. Yeah. And I said, and buy what? Right. I guess I'm just going just, just to uh, grab my tools and, and, uh, and just walk with, with two cans of refrigerant, one in each hand, and start walking everywhere. <laughs> there's nothing to buy.
0: Well, yeah, it's just like the housing market. Like, sure, it's a great time to sell. Where are you going to go?
1: Right. And that's exactly why we're staying in our, in our little house right now is there's nowhere to go. And the house is about paid off. So there's, again, there's no return on investment for us selling this and going and financing something. Right. Because the the, the house that I want, it doesn't exist unless unless I start spending seven figures. And uh, let me tell you something about me. I'm not spending seven figures.
0: Well, and not right now. I mean, I have a friend who's building a house. And, like, from the time that they were having things approved, the costs were just going up and up and up like they'd go back to their construction loan person and say we actually need more money because the cost of things was just going up so quickly
1: i don't know i said on the show i've got a a really good friend of mine who built a house he's on 80 acres out in calhoun he bought his lumber package in either december of 2019 or january of 2020 Paid for all, all of all the lumber g- going on his house, paid for the, the roofing, all that stuff. He bought the whole package for the house. Thank God. It, was, it wasn't all delivered. But that, that uh, hardware, the, the people at the supply house it, going through 2020s. he's building this thing were griping every, every time he got a delivery because they're, lo- they're losing money. Mm-hmm. They thought it was great to have all their money up front. And now they're losing their butts because they're under contract to deliver these goods. At that price. <laughs> at that price. And he he really did. He 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 walked away uh, uh, very lucky on that one. On a sidebar on that, he uh, let his wife pick out a lot of stuff, including the roof roof pitch. And she does not understand roof pitch, so he ended up with a third floor. Nice. His his attic had like twelve foot ceilings, nice. so he just went ahead and finished out the top floor. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Welcome roof, to roof your gets,
0: bigger better home.
1: Yeah, yeah. Roof gets delivered. He goes, oh, "What the hell is this?" But yeah, she's like, I don't know. They they told me they started giving me numbers. I just picked one. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, but the 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 Fed raising rates that that's going to have a cooling effect. The problem that it has for people, my costs aren't going down, but if you finance an air conditioner, your costs are going up, unless unless you can go and pull it out, pull out pull the money out out of uh, uh, out of your account or or whatever. Your costs are going up, so that financing rate, where a lot of companies were doing zero percent, which zero is BS anyway, it doesn't exist. You have you don't you don't actually you're pay zero percent. for it somewhere, right? Yeah, you pay for it up front instead instead of on the back end. But with you know instead of low low rates, now you're you're paying you know on an HVAC on a loan for HVAC equipment, you know seven eight nine ten percent. Uh, all that stuff, your home equity loans are tied into that, to that Fed fund rate. It's called prime rate is what it's based on. And prime rate is, is based off of the Fed funds rate. Obviously, the bank is not, gonna, is not going to loan money to you for less than they can borrow it from the Fed. So when money was basically free, you know, you could get your home equity line or a home equity loan at 1%, 2%, 3%, whatever it was. Now it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, you know... The new normal is going to be five, six, seven, eight percent, and that's on real estate secured loan. I can't imagine what unsecured stuff is going to look like.
0: Yeah, and they you keep know? saying that. I mean, every time we hear about another the rumors of another, um, like baseline increase, it's higher than the last time they said they thought it was going to have to be at the next rate. Like they every the projections just keep getting higher.
1: The problem I have with with the Fed's raising rates like this, and and look, the Fed fund rate going up, it 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 needed to need we we're not waiting to see what the effect is. Mm -hmm. So it's not it's not a on off switch like like a light switch. So when they do an increase, you have to step back. What's the effect? What happened? and you have to have a time for that to happen. Uh best example for that is anybody who's ever who's ever had a smoker. Yeah, you know, I've ever smoked a, a a you know piece of meat or something like that. If you make adjustments to the, the intake and 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 the air into the oxygen going into the fire to keep the temperature low and slow. Well, if you say okay, it's a little too low and you open that vent and allow more oxygen, you have to wait to see what happens. Or else, if you say, "Well, it didn't, it didn't raise it high enough, fast enough," so you open it more. What happens is you overshoot your goal, and now you're trying to cool that off, and it's very difficult to do at that point. So, the I heard Ken Fisher on on a, uh, on a business channel today. He owns Fisher Investments. Say when you become the Fed chair, you lose your brain. Uh, and that 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 goes for goes goes for all of them. Alan Greenspan and on. Uh, they're not waiting to see the effect of what they're doing before they do something else, and you have to see where the ripples go before you start acting again. Have they have they overcorrected? I don't know. We don't know yet because How could we yeah yeah because yeah because we haven't had time to to adjust from the last rate increase to see what's going to happen. Because that hasn't hit the market. It hasn't hit the streets yet. The people shopping for cars haven't hit the streets yet with that three, the last three quarter percent increase. So that money is not out there yet. So to to immediately come back in with another three quarter percent, that's again, we're not going to know what this rate increase does until probably April, if not July and people don't like to hear that because we're in a now 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 24-hour news cycle now 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 sort of mentality but that's not the way economics works when you when you start looking at macroeconomics is what we're talking about here global and macroeconomics things don't happen now 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 they happen slowly over time the the the, the gears turn and you have to see what the effect is before you can you can you you can start adjusting things. What's going to happen is we're going to we're going to get stuck in a recession with high interest rates. So you're not going to finance your way out of anything because gonna be too damn expensive. You're not going to afford anything because we've got runaway inflation. So that's where we start talking about stagflation. That's when we start talking about 1976, 77, 78 under the Carter administration. That that stagflation where interest rates are high and so is inflation and nobody can do a damn thing about it. And that's and that's what we're looking at here, and this all traces its back, itself back to getting off the gold standard.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that, that's that's another di- that's another discussion all to itself. In, in fact, the guy to have on the show to really talk about that would be Shane Hazel, who yeah. uh, is super super smart, especially for a Marine. Super super smart. Oh my Lord. Uh, <laughs> But super super smart guy, and he understands that stuff, and I've seen him on Kennedy talking about on Fox business talking about coming off the gold standard and the effect that has had on the negative effect that's had on you know the wall not Wall Street but main street the the person going into the store to buy groceries and we've I think we've lingered we've been on, been on that subject too long, but this is a good time to remind you that these are our opinions and not those of anyone not on the show or any respective company for which we may work, own or otherwise associate ourselves with on a regular or irregular basis. Also, you can find other episodes and relevant stories over at the virtue.com. El Salvador.
0: Yeah, they're the mule of the week. The entire country, the government, they're they're the mule of the week. They I came across this article on Thursday night that said that in an effort to combat gang activities, um, they have sent inmates from their prisons and jails to destroy the tombs of gang members because I guess around this time of year, they send, normally um, families go to visit the graves of their loved ones. And so, Day yeah, of the Dead. Right. So they um, send them with sledgehammers and pry bars. And any of the tomb that have the mark MS for the Mara Salvatrucha gangs um they they destroy them I don't understand what this does nothing except look, people who might not be involved
1: yes exactly uh one it's it's destroying private property uh
0: if Do they you, have that
1: no in Salvador? Eh, I don't know. Uh, you have a kid. They go wrong. They're still your kids. You still love them. You bury them. Uh, you pray You pray over the grave, uh, especially in Latin America with, with the, the Day of the Dead and things like that. You, you. It means a lot to you to ask for forgiveness for for their souls. It's. It means a lot to them. The... I don't think this discourages gang activity because if you're, if you're in a street gang, you're not, you don't care what's going to happen to your grave. You, you really don't. I mean, I don't, I don't think many of these guys get into, get into these street gangs because they think they're, that, that they're going to have a, a wonderful headstone. They get into these street gangs a lot of times for protection, to be part of something because you're either with them or you're against them. And if you're with them, you, you're able to protect them. You know, they can protect themselves and their families are, are protected because they're now in the family. Really, the, the rise of gang violence is a failure of the government to protect its people. El Salvador was a, was a huge mess when I was a kid. I remember uh, a kid I went to school with had a, uh, uh, was adopted out of El Salvador, and he had a, he had a bullet scar. And when he was a very young child, uh, during the during the revolution in El Salvador, he was shot as like a toddler. Jeez. Uh, the first first person I knew with a with a bullet wound. Th- that I knew on a social level, anyway. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, I grew up in South Florida. I I knew a lot of. Uh, I say a lot of. Many of my friends' grandparents were Holocaust survivors and stuff. But the first person that was my peer that I knew that had, that had a scar from a bullet was a kid out of El Salvador. El Salvador has been a mess. That means El Salvador, El Salvador has been a mess for four decades at least. Mm-hmm. In my lifetime.
0: It's a terrible place. Isn't and the, it has
1: so much potential. It does. You know, when, when, you, look at, when you look at Costa Rica, no, no standing army. They have a police force, no standing army, mostly peaceful, mostly safe, Uh, beautiful, tourist attraction, Uh, lots of American dollars go flowing into Costa Rica. And they make war with exactly no one know uh the only time I ever had had a crossword with anybody in, in Costa Rica was in San Jose in the in, in the uh, capital city and that's just like any other city anywhere in the world
0: mm-hmm.
1: that uh, that's that that you you may feel a little uncomfortable be, being around somebody but it was it wasn't like I was worried about ms-13 or like worried about the 50 people get that get shot at, at a Cancun resort or something like that it was it was never that sort of uncomfortable it was just hey you know you gotta you gotta watch yourself watch your wallet you know you can you may get pickpocketed but there was no real violence uh, and I think that all these these nations down there have that potential
0: they do um, but then they say stupid things like you know, Our plan is that there's no graffiti so that the people feel safe. Well, I'm pretty sure that marking a tomb with MS and then sending people to tear them down with sledgehammers and pry bars isn't going to make people feel very safe either. Right. They said that they've arrested 56,000 people since um, the end of March of this year for gang activities and gang ties um, because the president there... Has suspended some of the constitutional rights after gangs killed sixty-two people in one day. Which don't get me wrong; like obviously you have a crisis, but fifty-six thousand people.
1: Yeah, they're 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 locking up, throwing away the key.
0: What are you gonna? Where are you gonna put all those people?
1: And here's the thing: it's it's an overreaction, but it is a reaction. One, it, I think they call it a state of exception down there and i'm sure that's that's a translation thing that is essentially a state of emergency so what El Salvador's got is the their version of, of president lincoln we're going to suspend habeas corpus and we're just going to throw people in prison you look you look like you're a gang member you know, throw them in the jail <sighs> instead of instead of addressing the other stuff going on and and look Mexico similar problem Mexico is a failed state it's a narco state the mexican government controls very little of mexico and until recently the cartels had an agreement with the government to leave the tourist areas alone sure there's so much so much money that comes in through, especially through cancun because it's so close to the united states it's cheap flights college kids go down there it has been widely accepted up until recently that that's off limits, mm-hmm. that the Baja Peninsula, which is where Cabo San Lucas is, Cancun and a couple other places are off limits. We're, we're just not we're not going to we're not going to fight each other there. We're going to leave that alone. And that has gone out the window with uh, even not organized violence. There was a guy I think I shared the story on my personal page who was going for a can of dip. And hopped to the cab to go to go to a store to buy to buy a can of dip on his way. Uh, before they go to the airport to fly out, and the cab driver was in on it, had, uh, took him somewhere where he was ripped out of the vehicle, beaten, hit, uh, cut up with a with a, a machete, thrown into a ditch and left for dead. Where he lay there for two days and finally crawled, crawled himself out, not speaking a lick of Spanish, looking for help. And Holy you know crap. he's he's recovering now. But That's
0: horrific.
1: It is, and it goes to keeping your head on swivel. It's one of the reasons that I uh, said not one of the reasons. There are several reasons we're not leaving the country this year. We're we're vacationing in the United States this year, which is unusual for us. Which is the most elitist thing I think I think I've said to Connie lately is we're wondering where to park at the airport when we when we go out of town. And I said it's been so long since we, we flew domestic. The
0: domestic. Oh my yeah, god! We, we <laughs> flown
1: on the domestic side that I'm not sure where to park.
0: That's funny. <laughs> you'll be like but the no, limo f- driver will find out
1: I, I was trying to arrange a limo for our for our vacation coming up and no one wanted wanted to pick us up and drive us drive us where I wanted to go so I'm gonna have to rent a car which means I have to, fl- I have to fly sober which is outrageous that I have yeah. to fly sober
0: well I'll be praying for you
1: you should you should mm-hmm. either that or get drunk early and just sleep because I'm gonna be out I've, I've got hours and hours I'm gonna be traveling so I can sleep that off <laughs> so we have it's a wild wild west out in arizona particularly yeah. maricopa county as far uh, as far as part of it i like to mention maricopa because they like to stay in the news for their stuff
0: they do and they have um about matched georgia for their news since the 2020 election um but more recently this is an, a peculiar one. They're, I guess they've had people from, there's two different um, organizations that have been doing this. The first one is Clean Elections USA. And they were, um, I guess, carrying guns and taking photos of people going to the ballot drop boxes. Um, and so a federal judge intervened last week and said, you can't do that. Um, you've got to stay at least 250 feet away from locations, um, with the ballot boxes or from the actual ballot drop boxes themselves. Obviously this is so that, I mean, I'm assuming that these, these activists are trying to capture faces and stuff so that they can recognize if there's multiple drops made or a person coming back more than once or whatever. Um, they're also, this is the part that is kind of odd to me, but, um, Well, 250 feet from locations is for the people with the gun. 75 feet is for filming or following people within 75 feet of a um, ballot drop box. But they are not allowed to speak to these individuals within the perimeter unless they're spoken to first.
1: Yeah, that's that to me is weird. Now, it's one thing if if it's harassing speech but good morning is a violation of this federal order. Uh, I don't understand. The well, also, carrying... how are you going to prove it? Well, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't understand carrying long guns. And look, I'm a concealed carry guy. If you have ever seen me outside my house, unless I'm in the airport or in the courthouse, I've got a pistol on me. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. You don't know you, it's 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 concealed. It's there for my protection. You're you're not going to see it. Uh, I, well, unless I start getting way way fat again and it starts poking out through my shirt. Uh, but 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 you're not you're not going to see it. I don't understand the need to stand there. And if if anybody opposes that that order as far as far as the firearms go. That means you're okay with the Black Panthers and BLM standing at, at poll outside polling places with, with their firearms. Because that's what they would do. They stand. They used to stand outside places with baseball bats and firearms to intimidate uh, intimidate people who, who they think would not vote their way to stay away from the polls. And conversely, who else would do that was the Ku Klux Klan back in the 50s and 60s would do the same thing. Stand there in their hoods with weapons outside of polling places. So... The 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 carrying of long arms and uh, body something with body armor and stuff and I think I think the body armor stuff is overblown so I think what a lot of these guys are carrying is plate carriers which if they don't have plates in them it isn't body armor it's just decoration it just has it will have uh, extra magazines mag- magazines stuff like that. I don't understand the purpose behind that. I understand pictures. If you see somebody stuffing a ballot box, you see somebody walking with a with a stack. Now this is this is AP AP said they did an investigation. there was no uh, I can't remember what they said what the, something said there wasn't a, a whole lot of fraud with ballot stuffing and I say that's not that's not accurate because we have undercover stories out of I think Texas where a woman was talking about ballot harvesting and things like that. It is not illegal to drop off multiple ballots. Mm-hmm. If I, I could take two from here and drop it off in a box, from mine and Connie's, or if I have an infirm neighbor who says, hey, I, I can't, I, you know, would you mind dropping this off for me? Fine. That, that's okay. What I can't do is go through a neighborhood, have people filling out ballots and then take them myself and go and drop them off, which was, which I know happened in twenty twenty. We we know it because we have the evidence from uh, Project Veritas and and folks like that who went undercover with with uh, with these folks that were ballot harvesting. We we know this happened. So I don't have a problem. The, the 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 photo thing. I think the judge has exceeded his 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 uh, his authority.
0: And the speaking,
1: the speak absolutely. He's he's exceeded his authority. The firearms, ah, man.
0: Well, you know, here's the thing, though. Here's, here's, I'm not a fan of it. And I, I wouldn't do it. But here's why I don't like the, and, and we, you know, a distance between the door. You're not allowed to campaign from there. Like I, I, I believe that, like you don't want to have a bunch of scuffle and, um, and crowded. Like it should be a line. It should be orderly going in and out of the polling location. If people want to speak to a pollster, or an exit poll person, or or whomever, um, that's their right. But I mean, I I I think we all kind of understand like the basic 150. Like in Georgia, I think it's 150 feet from the 150 door.
1: feet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, but, what, what I don't know is it's specific to these groups. But how do you know somebody's associated with this group unless they're wearing a shirt that says? you know, that has the name of the clear vote or whatever it is on, on their shirt. But how do you know? How do you know that I'm not just carrying? Because you're, you're allowed to carry outside your pants. You're allowed to, to open carry in Arizona. How do you know I'm just not walking down the block carrying a pistol and happen to pass a, a ballot drop box?
0: Well, my thing is, is that, you know, we... We have cops that carry and there's been issues in in South Georgia where in small towns like police departments will hang out in the polling location to try to intimidate voters and because they want to influence the municipal election and people don't know that they can't see their the ballots. And I mean, like there's so the police can do it and the government can do it, but regular citizens can't. That's where my well, that's where I break.
1: I, I I disagree with with any restriction on the Second Amendment. Period. I should I should be able to carry my pistol into a polling place.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: should. I mean, all gun laws are unconstitutional as far as I'm concerned.
0: Absolutely. Uh,
1: but should voter intimidation be Ill- illegal? Absolutely, friggin' lutely, it should be.
0: Yeah, but, I should be able to. I mean, I, I, the government is deciding what is, and the problem is, it's just like every other free speech issue is that the government is deciding what is
1: right. Intimidation. What's, what's intimidation? What's not? I'm so, not
0: intimidated by somebody merely having a gun on their hip. That does not scare me. It makes me feel right. better.
1: Well, I mean, unless unless you flag me with with uh, with the barrel. I'm not I'm I'm not intimidated by, by by your long rifle either. I mean
0: I am intimidated by these dumbasses voting, but nobody's out there protecting me.
1: <laughs> Lee, yes, let's bring back the uh uh the the tests before you vote. Uh look there was a a group and I can't remember who they were. They're related to BLM. I was in Houston the the year that we had the big snow in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh the last big snow. The, 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 uh, what's twenty? It was, it was the foot of snow. It wasn't. It wasn't the snow jam. Oh, okay. But but I was out there at a an equi- equipment manufacturer flew us out there to tour their factory and all that stuff. And uh, these guys were posted up in the airport and they're all in paramilitary garb and crap like that. Their their boots, bl- their pants bloused into their boots and stuff like that. And I just walked up to one of them, and just laughed in his face, and he was not happy. I bet not. <laughs> well, I, I don't get intimidated easily. mm Hmm. I mean, so what are you? What are you going to do? You know, I, and I understand that I'm. A, I'm. I'm not. I'm not easy to intimidate. I understand. I'm six one. I'm a big dude. I can handle myself. And maybe somebody who doesn't have my personality, because you know, I'm so understated. Of course. And, and, I'm a wallflower and in, in a shrinking violet. Uh, but, of course. But, no, voter intimidation is absolutely wrong. To stand to stand outside and go, you, you are going to vote for so-and-so. You are going to vote for this person. You are going to vote for this person. Yes, that is absolutely okay. wrong. Right. But to say that, that I can't have a pistol on my hip or say that only certain groups are eliminated from this. So, so if you're not part of this group, you can take pictures. And, and if I'm taking a selfie outside this ballot outside the ballot drop box like i'm taking a selfie of myself am i taking am i taking pictures with within the uh, within the area I, I don't know the judge the the order is a temporary order there's a lot of stuff to be hashed out with it i don't think it passes legal muster
0: but just like all the other problems that come along like this it'll be over before
1: right so yeah, it's just exactly the 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 rent suspension or the eviction suspension, all that stuff. Oh, it's just temporary. By the time by the time a judge actually says, or by the time the court actually hears the case, says you can't do that. They go, oh sorry, I only right, got away with over. it. I only got away with it for thirty months. Sorry,
0: sorry, you're broken in foreclosure.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, your tenant never paid you, and you can't afford to keep your your rental house anymore. Just stop being right. poor just stop why are you just stop why you just why are you poor right. just get money uh so we got some election pr- uh, predictions we, we they're predicting 5 million voters in the, uh, this uh midterm all the Georgia. suppression
0: all the voter suppression
1: all the suppression all the suppression
0: Stacey. all
1: right so where are you on the on the senate race
0: are you asking who i'm going to vote for
1: no oh um, no i i i I have never asked you that on the show and I will not
0: oh what kind of show is this
1: um <laughs> one with integrity I hope
0: <laughs> so I'm on well I mean I think everyone knows there's gonna be a runoff um I think it's funny that the the numbers so Herschel and warnock seem to be getting closer but the number their percentage is going down like
1: yes they're 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 dropping together, right? Yes, but it's they're getting closer. Like
0: I think Herschel forty four forty
1: five. The last uh, last uh, Fox News poll I saw, forty four forty five, where it was forty eight forty five. Yeah, so people are like, the more so, you
0: talk, the worse you both get.
1: Yeah, and Warnock is running some uh, the the latest commercial, and 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 you know who I was talking to about this one uh, is Warnock. Serving Thanksgiving dinner so he's got a big a big tray and he goes don't let politics ruin Thanksgiving
0: I hate those commercials
1: well here's the when thing when they do that it's a friggin threat what sure. he's saying is vote for me uh, get get me 50 plus one and I, or else I'm going to ruin your Thanksgiving
0: ain't happening sugar britches
1: sugar britches look here Baldy uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> it ain't happening. No, I mean, so I think they're like, I think it's pretty much guaranteed that there's going to be a runoff. And then, of course, just like in 2021, when Leffler and Purdue had their runoffs, it's going to come down to turnout. Um, I don't know what happens then. I mean, Republicans are historically very good at getting out to vote on runoffs. But look what happened last time. I think that also had something to do with the fact that our president first said, don't do anything for them. Then he was like, actually, yeah, I did go out and vote for these two. And then they sucked anyway. And I mean, there's there was so much more. And it was so complicated in 2020, 2020's runoff. I don't think we're going to have those types of complications this time. But um, I just well, I, I don't think we've ever seen where the numbers of the two leaders have declined as we've gotten closer to election day. I can't remember another time of that.
1: I I stand by historical uh precedent that runoffs tend to favor the challenger. Mhm. Because the the now this is this is a special case because I think I don't think all these votes are going to, going to Oliver. I think people are skipping the race.
0: Yeah. Well, and pollsters will tell you that Whoever comes in second is likely to prevail in the runoff, but like you said, that's that's not necessarily going to be the case here because they're not all Oliver. I think there's a lot of Oliver votes, and there will be more. I think there there will be more Oliver votes than people know today because they won't they don't currently know there's going to be another name there. Um, yeah, but on in a runoff, it, I don't know where they go.
1: Here's the thing, and this is what people don't understand when they say, uh, "and I've I've got a friend on my Facebook who's really upset you know, who actually went after Oliver." You're 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 st- you're stealing votes from, from from the from the Republicans. No, no, he's not. Historically speaking, libertarians pull more or less equally from both parties. These are people who are disgusted with with both candidates, and they may come they come from the left and from the right. Who are disgusted with their candidates? That,
0: that
1: person. yeah, that, that come that will go libertarian. And libertarian party has as many people from the left. Chase Oliver, Obama Democrat, uh, who moved over to Liberty, uh, who who got fed. You know, I, I think he also got older and and, and matured a little bit and, and found found Liberty. And then you have Shane Hazel, who I believe was traditionally right wing. They mm-hmm. can that that, came, that 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 went went uh libertarian so the the voters happen the same way is people from the left and from the right that agree on individual liberty tend to and people who are just disgusted it's a protest vote they're disgusted with it
0: that person on your Facebook page must have been around those NASCAR races with all the leaded gasoline
1: no uh, he's actually quite accomplished. <laughs> Wow. He's actually a very, a very smart guy. Well, it is just, so
0: just asinine and it's such a cop out of like, is it, it just makes me mad when people say that because it, it's suggesting that Herschel or Warnock are deserving of our
1: votes. Well, it's also assuming that's a binary choice. Uh, you know, you, has Herschel done anything to earn your vote? Not, I'm not talking about you. Just general your vote, and you have to you have to wonder. Now I'll tell you, Herschel's media is crap. It is crap. It's him standing, smiling at camera, and going, "I talked about my mental health." But he's not. He's not laying any zingers. He's not. He's he he doesn't have. He doesn't have the personality. Warnock's got a great personality, and it comes through on camera. Warnock has an outstanding personality. Uh, I again don't agree with him don't like him would never vote for him he doesn't like me uh, he and I would never would never agree but he has a great personality with on camera and it, and it comes through the screen when you watch it how good his personality is he's he's funny he's witty it's almost like he spent his entire career standing in front of people talking
0: mm-hmm.
1: War, uh, uh, and he has a Hershel- media team oh outstanding media team uh, Walker is not. He's he's look. Walker's accomplished, and like you said, he's he's getting he's getting a little cocky. I actually like what he said to him uh, about Obama. That that was, you know, I you know I've run companies. Have you? And, and if if Obama had said, got involved in a race I was running in, I might say something similar like I've run a company. What have you I done? I know, but I don't want someone
0: who's run a company because David Perdue c- proclaimed that like that running have, this this idea that our elected officials should be business people is irrelevant. Like can you do you understand economics? Do you understand the proper role of government? I don't care if you've spent your entire life unemployed and living like you're a, you're a for, you're a trophy wife. I don't I don't care. Well, I do care cuz I'm not really big on women politicians but a trophy husband i don't care if that was your job
1: feminist ever
0: i know i know i mean some of them are like well we know we know that women are the reason america has declined we gave them the right to vote and look at our country look how quickly it has declined since but look what you're doing now you're getting me off on a tangent all i'm trying to say is that you know i don't i don't care what your background is i care if, if if you've had a um a change of heart, or some sort of economic impact, or government c- ruling your life is it has changed your life, and you want to be in government because you don't think that you are better equipped to make decisions for me than me. Then I support you being in government because that is that is the prerequisite. Not. If you've successfully run a company or you've done this job before or you're just getting started, like none of that matters. Well,
1: it, it, firing back at Obama kind of does because he's the one who said you didn't build that.
0: Okay, but I mean
1: that and so it's so within within that, firing back at Obama it's fine. But you're right, it's it's I I don't care who you're married to, I don't care how many times you've been married, I don't care if you're gay, I don't care if you're straight. What are your policies? And look. I, that's where I, that's re, where you know, Ross Perot was really good. Was this is what I'm going to do for you? Uh, same thing when Newt Gingrich came in with the contract with America. Is he laid out exactly what his policies were going to be? You get you put me in the speaker's uh, speaker's chair. This is what we're going to do. This is this is this is my plan. This is the, my contract with you. Whether you agree with it or not. At least at least that was what what Gingrich was putting out was this is my contract with you. This is what this is. This is my policies. This is what we're going to push for. And with with that sort of mandate that that's what what I have. But do you think I don't think the American voters have the bandwidth for it anymore. They don't have the bandwidth to, to, to understand policy They're 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 they think they're voting for American friggin idol. Who do they like more?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, he played UGA football.
1: And that goes with Burt Jones, too. Speaking of... Uh, oh, we're down kind the- of
0: running out of time.
1: Yeah, we are running out of time. All right, gubernatorial race.
0: I I mean, I think... Run off or no? No. No.
1: Okay. I, 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 I saw... A- I saw a poll today where they, neither one was was uh, uh, at fifty percent, but I honestly I, I see Kemp at fifty two, fifty three percent.
0: I mean, his lead uh, over Stacey was not like that in twenty eighteen. Just it just wasn't even close.
1: Right, and Stacey's already sounding desperate, where she says, "Well, we knew this would be close." She's already she's she's already pr- uh, preparing her team for loss. Uh, Lieutenant Governor, you think Bert Jones runs with it, I so think to speak?
0: Go- yeah. I think going down the ticket, I think Republicans, I don't think Democrats have gained the momentum because people didn't buy into the Stacey Abrams stuff this time. And I think that, um, I think Republicans are going, I think that our Milk Toast slate is going to show the Milk Toast Democrat slate that George is still a little bit redder than we gave him credit for.
1: You think uh, you think any surprises in the ballot questions?
0: No, but um, if people want to know about them, they can go to the GeorgiaVirtue.com. Yes, please. Yes.
1: And if you don't know.
0: Vote no. If you don't understand the question, vote no. If it's that important and it fails, they'll bring it back. I promise you.
1: All right. Quick uh, uh, curveball. You think Oz beats Fetterman? I do. I do, too. I, th- I think Oz absolutely uh, Fetterman's fallen apart. Look, what they're doing to Fetterman is, is, is absolutely awful. He had a stroke. He doesn't know what's going on. Uh, I watched the debate with, uh, with, between Oz and Fetterman, and Oz put, took his foot off the gas. Mm-hmm. As a physician, he knew the guy. He just he, he didn't wail on somebody while they were down. Which politically is not the best thing, but it does show that he has, he, at least he has a soul. Like, I, I gotta lay off this guy. All right, Jessica, do you have any closing thoughts?
0: Um, go to the georgiavirtue.com for the answers to the ballot questions. And by answers, I mean, like, you will know what you're voting for, but you should. Yeah, anyway, go ahead.
1: Yeah, and when I say go to Georgia georgiavirtue, it does not say this vote yes or vote no. It, is, it explains what these things mean.
0: Yeah, like if you uh, vote yes, this is what you're voting for. If you vote no, this is what you're voting for.
1: Tomorrow is election day. Vote. Don't vote. That's your your choice. You are totally allowed to skip races. If you don't have an opinion on a race or you don't know the people or it's uh, you don't know who's running for agricultural commissioner, you don't understand what the agricultural commissioner does, skip it. It's okay. It's totally legal. You don't have to put an answer in everything. It's okay. You can skip races. You can vote just for governor and leave. You vote just for senator and leave. It is it is your right to, to vote and any or all of the races that are listed on your ballot. So, as we're running long, thank you very much for listening. If you made it this far, uh, like and share us on social have. media. Yeah, like and share us on social media. I want to give a big thanks to my part of this endeavor, Jessica Salagi, Eric Cumbie, who who uh, we insulted on racing for a good 15 minutes.
0: I did not <laughs> insult him. I said he goes to the sophisticated races.
1: He goes to the sophisticated races. With the
0: white flags.
1: <laughs> With the white flags, LeMon. <laughs> I'm Dave Roberts. Have a great week. Oh,
0: I've been the line. Hope they won't shoot me down soon.